listening to the Last Gen Podcast brought to you by Miracle Word Ministries. These episodes are specifically created with students in mind. More than ever before, we must know why we believe what we believe, build strong faith, and stay on fire for God. We know that Jesus is coming soon, and we're going to live like this is the last generation. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Last Gen Podcast today. My name is Pastor Alex, and today we're talking about five things, five daily habits that you can implement that will ensure that you're unstoppable. Unstoppable. I started thinking about this this week because I, I keep seeing the fact that people aren't destroyed or aren't don't fall into sin or they don't fall into uh, lukewarmness because the devil attacks them. They fall into this area of lukewarmness, uh, you know, like their faith grows cold, they fall into sin because they don't have things in place in their life, full, foolproof uh, plans in their life that safeguard against destruction. And, and I started thinking about this, this thought process, and any business guru will tell you this, so it's good that you learn this young. But I want you to think about this. Anything we do for God in our Christian walk should never be based on passion. I'm going to say that again. Anything we do for God in our Christian walk should never be based on passion. And you say, what do you mean, Alex? Like, I thought we, I thought we're passionate about God. We love God. And so we do things. Yes, I understand that we're passionate about God and we, we love God. And that is a motivation, but it should not be a sustaining motivation in your life. Why? Because passion is a great kickstarter, but it's a terrible sustainer. Passion is a great kickstarter, but it's a terrible sustainer. How, I mean, like, how many people do we see? They set New Year's resolutions to go to the gym because they're passionate. And for the first one week, they're very on time and they're ve- they go hard at it. But what happens? Week two rolls around, the passion goes out, and so does their dedication. So my Christian walk is not based on my passion. It's based on my dedication and my habits. I don't pray because I, I, this burning desire to pray, though I do have a desire to pray. Every Christian does. But that's not my main motivation. I pray because it's what I do. I pray because that's what Christians do, number one. Number two, I, I push my flow. It doesn't matter what I feel like. Because the moment you start going off of passion, you, you do things based on your passion levels. When, the, when those passion levels are low and you don't feel like it, you're not going to do it. Just like going to the gym. If I don't feel like going to the gym, I'm telling you what, I'm not going to the gym. Why? Because I haven't set a daily habit. I don't, I don't have any parameters. And so we're going to quickly go through these five things. This is going to be a very short episode today. Um, for the next 10 minutes, I want you to take these notes and, and remember these and implement this into your daily walk. So, these five things should be a part of your day every day. Doesn't matter if you have school, doesn't matter if you have sports practice, doesn't matter if it's a Saturday and you're hanging with friends. This should be the DNA of your day, right? Let's, let's start off with number one. What's the first thing that you should do to make sure that you're unstoppable in life. The first daily habit that you should have is getting into the presence of God. Getting into the presence 
of God. The Bible says in Exodus chapter 33 and 15 that Moses said to God, God, if your presence doesn't go with us, let us not go up from here. God, if your presence does not go with us, let us not leave this place. I don't want to go. And as Christians, we have to have that mentality. Like, if God's presence isn't in my daily life, what's, what's the use of life anyways? If God's not a part of my life, if his presence isn't manifest in my life, I don't want to do anything. The Bible says in Psalm 16 and verse 11, In his presence is fullness of joy, and at his right hand pleasures forevermore. So getting into the presence of God is not a, a, a side thing. It's the main thing. It is the number one. Think about this. It is the number one habit that defines a Christian. The number one habit that defines a Christian. It's not, it's not uh, you know, thinking about the poor. It's not uh, loving other people. The number one habit, the thing that, that truly defines us is our relationship with God, right? That's the thing that makes me a Christian, a Christian, a little Christ, a son or a daughter of God. So if I don't have that relationship in my life, I'm neglecting the number one important thing that makes me a Christian. I'm neglecting it. So number one, get into the presence of God. Not only when you get into the presence of God, like we saw in Psalm 1611, in his presence is fullness of joy. You get fresh joy for that day. At his right hand, pleasures forevermore. When you get into his presence, there's fullness of joy that accompanies you for that day. The Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So if we have fresh joy, that means we have fresh strength. And it will ensure that we're unstoppable. Number two. Number two. This is also vitally important. And that, by the way, at the end of this video, I'm going to give you two things that you would probably not expect me to say in this list. But they're very, very, uh, you'll find how true it is. Two things at the end of this video, number four and number five, that might shock you but are very important. Um, number three, or number two, ingest the word on a daily basis. Ingest the word on a daily basis. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing, and not just hearing anything, but hearing the word of God. One of my favorite stories in the Bible is a story of a man who was born, not able to walk. He was lame from birth. And as Paul goes to this town, this city, and he's preaching the gospel to this crowd of people, as he's preaching, there's this man sitting there. And as Paul's preaching, he, he kind of stops in his tracks. You know, he's preaching the gospel, but he stops. And he sees the man in the crowd who is lame from birth. And in his spirit, he could tell that this man had faith to be healed. So, so Paul recognized something. Hold on, this man, I, I need to stop everything I'm doing because this man now has faith to be healed. Well, have, you have to ask yourself the question, how did that man get that faith? Did he just, was he born with it? No. He wasn't born. If he, if he was born with that faith, he would have never, you know, been, been lame. But he was lame all of his life, couldn't walk all of his life until he got to that point, that service. Then Paul preached the gospel. And as he's hearing the word, faith comes by hearing, faith is being built up in his spirit. 
And Paul says, I perceive that this man has faith to be healed. So he takes him by the hand, tells him, get up in the name of Jesus, and he walks, and it's a miracle. Never walked before in his life, but now he's walking and leaping and jumping. So how did that happen? By ingesting the word. And I have to, I can't stress this enough. Not only will it build faith in your life, but it keeps you from sin. It keeps you from backsliding. The Bible says in the book of Psalms, how does a young man or a a young woman stay pure? By obeying the word of God. It's that simple. That's how you stay pure. Well, I battle with sin. You're not ingesting enough word. You're not ingesting enough word. And I promise you, if you look back in the times in your life that you've made mistakes and that you've slipped up and fallen into sin, I promise you, I guarantee that that day, you, you might have skipped your Bible reading, thought, ah, that's fine, didn't pray, didn't get into his presence. Why? Because where there's a void, the devil likes to step in. So ingest the word on a daily basis, whether it's, you should definitely be reading the Bible. Get on a Bible reading plan. If you don't have a Bible reading plan, DM uh, me, DM the last gen, last gen youth on Instagram, and we'll get you hooked up with one, and we'll put one out very soon. But get on a Bible reading plan. One of the things I like to do is listen to Holy Ghost preaching and teaching every single day. Listen to it. Put it on. Put on the Last Gen Podcast. Put on uh, Evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. Listen to Miracle Word Church Service. We have a 24-hour radio station where it's just constant preaching if you download the Miracle Word app. So it's, it's not hard to find this. We live in a generation of YouTube where everything that's ever been said for the past hundred years is now on there. So... It's not hard, and it's not hard to find preaching. Put it on. Listen to it. Instead of listening to music, listen to preaching. Instead of listening to, you know, your, your, your favorite podcast about whatever, put on the Bible app. Ingest the word. And I promise you, it'll get, to, get you to a point that will make you unstoppable. Number three, this is kind of a very practical thing, and it doesn't really have to do with the Bible or prayer or anything. But... The Bible does say that we become uh, skillful through much use. The Bible says that we become skillful through much use. And so whatever it is that God's called you to do in life, every day, this is the third point, do something to advance your gifting. Do something to advance your gifting. Now, for a lot of you, it may be graphic design. Make, make a goal for yourself. Challenge yourself to do this. Say, for every day, I'm going to set a timer for myself. I'm going to set 30 minutes. Every day, I'm going to create one graphic in that time period. And I promise you, 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 not only will you get better at Photoshop or whatever design app you use, you'll start to develop muscles. And it's actually good stewardship because if God's given you a gift, he expects compound interest on that gift. You know, Jesus tells a story of when he gave uh, 10 talents, five talents, and one talent. To the one he gave 10, the the man made 10 more, and the master was happy. To the man he gave five, the, the, the servant got five more, and the master was happy. But to the one he gave one, the man buried it and just gave the one back. And Jesus, being the master, says, you wicked and lazy servant wicked and lazy servant. If, so if God's given you a gift and you hide it and you don't, if you don't 
advance your gift or you don't multiply your gift, you're being wicked and you're being lazy according to the Bible. If it's piano, practice the piano. Learn one new song every week and master that song. Learn one new uh, run every week. Learn one new chord progression every week. If it's singing, you know, learn a new song. Learn a new worship song. Practice. Do vocal runs. Do, do all the things that, that advance the thing that God's given you. Now, many of you, it may be stuff like, uh, you know, he's given you an analytical mind with math and stuff like that. Work those muscles however you can. Work those muscles. If it's like uh, interior design, I know a lot of people in my high school were gifted in interior design. Work through that. Practice that. Look in your room. Say, how can I, you know, th there's things that you can do every day to advance your gifting. So that's number three. Do, do something every day to advance your gifting. Number four, this is, many of you are not going to expect that I'll say this. This is not spiritual really, though it does have a, a biblical root. But number four thing you should do every single day is do something or watch something that will make you laugh. Do something or watch something that makes you laugh. Why? The Bible says that a merry heart does good like a medicine. A merry heart does good like a medicine. And religion will tell you we shouldn't do anything. We shouldn't do anything but read the Bible. And there should be no books in your library except for reading the Bible. Or, and you shouldn't be doing anything with your spare time but praying. But if you, if you have a, a, a deep and consistent prayer life and devotional life and word life, you can have hobbies. <laughs> like we're not, we're not nutty Christians who say you can't have anything that you like to do on the side. But I will challenge you, do this, because I've noticed that if, if the devil can get you in a rut of, of a, a mundane lifestyle, a mundane, like, oh, I just wake up, I do this, I go to school, I come back, I, I do homework, I go to bed. I wake up, I do this, I go to school, I come back, I do homework, go to sports practice, go to bed. If you, he can get you in that mundane lifestyle, you'll start to see. I mean, your mood matters. How, how you present yourself to the world matters and how you feel matters. So I'll challenge you. Watch something. Obviously, it's got to be clean and everything. You're not stupid, so you know that. But watch something, watch a, you know, something that makes you laugh. For me, I like, uh, I like stand-up comedians. I like, uh, I like videos of people getting mildly hurt, not severely hurt, because I can't stand to watch bones break and everything, but just mildly hurt. Um, so <laughs> find something, find something that you like watching that makes you laugh. Because Mary Hart does good like a medicine. It's very important, and it'll ensure that you never burn out. Number five, we'll close with this. This is the thing that a lot of people won't expect that I'll say, but I will say this. As Christians, we have to be, have to be meditating. I'm going to read you a Bible verse real quick. I'm going to read you a Bible verse. The Bible says this. You, I mean, you might think meditation is a thing for uh, New Age and Buddhists and and, and all this, it's, it's not, it's a biblical concept that you have to implement because the Bible tells us to. Joshua 1.8, keep this book of the law always on your lips, meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then will you be prosperous and successful. Psalm 1.2, but those, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and meditates on it day and night. The Bible goes on to say that 
He's like a man planted. He's like a tree planted by the water. He bears fruit in every season. Everything he does prospers. Not only do we read the word, but take time every day to meditate on the word. And I, this is what I'll challenge you to do. And, and, and I want you to implement this. Every day, find a Bible verse. Find a, find a concept about God. Find a revelation about God that you found. God is a healer. Write down all the scriptures that you know about God being a healer. And start thinking about those scriptures. Start meditating on it. If you have to, just sit alone in your room and think about it. This is what the Bible commands. It's not a New Age thing. It's not a Buddhist thing. It's not a Hindu thing. This is a Christian thing. Meditating on the Word. Find a Bible verse. Find a thought about God. And think about it every single day. Thanks so much for watching. Watch some more of our podcasts. We've got a ton of stuff that you can watch, and it'll really help you. Thanks so much. I'll see you guys next week.